Welcome to episode three and a half of the Perlow Podcast Top 10 List from the South Carolina Low Country. It's a special episode this week. In fact, we have our first guest lister. Introducing our all-time listers. First, we wait, have wait. Mathis. You know, I wrote this down as episode Adam. four, so I was very confused when you said three point five. <laughs> it's three and a half. Uh, and I am your host, as always, Shane, and our guest lister tonight is Rhodes. Well, it's awesome to be here. You know, I've been bitter for weeks <laughs> about not being included in this to start with. So this is that first step, and I'm glad we're taking We it. are too. For those listening, for those listening, <laughs> Rhodes is one of is one of the only people in our group chats and our conversations that we have that always participates in lists. In fact, last night, what was the list last night? Top movie, uh, top TV oh, yeah. of all oh, time, yeah. wasn't it? We're going to save that one. We might use that down the road, so we're not going to talk about it right here, but I know I had the best answer. Um, tonight's format's real simple. Tonight's format's real simple. We're doing one list. When we do a, when we do a half episode, we just do one list. As we as we continually try to make this platform better for you, uh, the listener out there. Um, so tonight we'll have a top ten list from Adam, a top ten list from Mathis, and a top ten list from Rose. We will compare lots of crossover tonight. It's a it, it's a fun one. These guys are all uh, involved some way in the game of football. In fact, they all do the same job <laughs> in that game. Um, and before we get into what, a what stupid this statement, is, they're all involved in football. <laughs> Yeah, it's like somebody have a lot of different. Like we're all so different. Like for we all weigh above three hundred pounds. Yeah, no, and also because Rhodes is here, you know, a third of our listeners are not listening right now. So, <laughs> yeah, but I'm bring, I'm gonna bring more in with me this week. God, I hope so. That's I'm why we're a, doing this, this thing, thing everywhere. Uh, before we get into the list and the topic and all that, we got to talk XFL standards. It has already beaten. Mathis prediction. He said it wouldn't make it two weeks. We're in week five, and the St. Louis Battlehawks are three and one, but the Houston Roughnecks are five and zero. Oh, boys, what do we think? That silence says everything you know right there. I mean, let's I keep forgetting let's... it on until I see it after the fact, and then I go, "Oh man, I wanted to watch that." So well, I'm actually right going to watch some tonight. I'm going what to need watch to do. the Tampa Bay Vipers at the LA Wildcats. <laughs> what you need to do. Kid, is... Appreciate the XFL is get on Twitter and look at the cup snake that the DC Defenders had going today. Yeah, it's the most impressive thing I've ever it's seen a good in a sporting one. event. I'm gonna pull that up while we're doing. I, I well, keep my uh, I keep a, a computer over here, an iPad, and just to, let's really make Rhodes mad today. Adam, I want you to guess what's a higher total: the leader in rushing yards or the leader oh, in receiving, receiving yards in the yards. XFL? It is by it over a hundred and forty. Yeah, but, I mean. That, they struggle to find linemen in the NFL to run the ball. You think they're going to have them in the XFL? No. Well, it's also because they figured out it's a much more efficient way to score. I mean, they they, they like <laughs> points in the XFL. That's the reason people are watching this train wreck. Otherwise, Vincent Mann would already be declaring bankruptcy for the forty fifth time. Look here, wait, you want to see the you want to see the rating spike? Put the ball on the ground forty five times. They're going to jump. What you said, Burnett, <laughs> to Rose right now is the equivalent of walking up to some Mormons and being like, you know, I think this Joseph Smith character might be full of it. Like, you <laughs> I can just see Rose's little hat reading his things out. It's not quite the same the second time, but it's close. His heart that already looks like a catcher's mitt started counting all the blood that he got left in there. 
Yeah, I, I've already shed a layer. For those that I've are listening, just sitting here because yeah, I'm a lot of rage here. right now. <laughs> For those listening, uh, just to give you a description <laughs> of these guys. You got um, you got Mathis on the far left. You got Rhodes on the far right, and if you made a Venn diagram with them, the absolute middle of the we Venn may diagram post the link of the Venn diagram <laughs> in the show notes. We don't know. <laughs> All right, so tonight's topic, boys. Let's get into it. The the li- listeners are rating. I know, I know. Um, uh, Neil in the Upstate cannot wait to hear what. Oh, Nicholas, about to Nicholas, talk about. Jack. Today's list. Top Southeastern Conference quarterbacks of all time. That's tonight's topic, and as always, we start with notable omissions. The first notable omission is Joe. Your name Amen. is terrible. Underrated. <laughs> Dude, Joe Namath won one game, one game that mattered. Oh, one, on the one same time. page, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He sucks. He Joe Namath's terrible. <laughs> Joe Namath's no good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Susie, you're beautiful. All right. That settles that. That'll be the only time that happens. How about- oh, that made me really happy. They were all like, get him out of here. He's a bum. <laughs> How about uh, that, that David I do Green? Regret that because he was at one point the winningest quarterback in college football history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, I mean, DJ Shockley man. <laughs> I was a bit of a Joe Cox man myself, but you know, the Red Rockets. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. As I look at these people, I'm gonna tell you the SEC for quarterbacks, man. That is a just a. Some that's a booty league, man. Oh yeah, God, there's some bad. That's not good. <laughs> that is a league. When you talk about a league built on the ground game. That is a hundred percent the case. There's no doubt that's about it. On America, Burnett. It just oh, oh they, just they are against any kind of entertainment. They're just you will watch this. I mean, it's just oh god. They want to make that three thirty game feel like it's four hours long. <laughs> They want you to get your money's worth. You want as much burn as you can get, though, guys. You can never have too much burn. Yeah, you want to see a grown man who looks like a plum tomato freaking yell, Oh, my God, Tim It's entertainment. Four hours. Again, you want to know the the difference in the leagues are Pac-12, you got Keith Jackson telling everybody how, you know, the greatest voice in all of college football, and then you have Vern Lundquist. There you go. That's, That's SEC football for you. And, and the big ten has just bust. All right, and the last notable mission because we always do three in honor of our linemen that are listening. Right, yes, baby. Jared Lorenzo. Yes, I, I really want. I really wanted to put him, and I, so did I, I picked it. I, I picked it, so but I, I was going to have a hard time making the argument because he didn't have enough mummy time. Like it, and, and it just. It, but it, he. Yeah. Dude, that third, that little thirty for thirty short on him is amazing. Made me and RIP, man. RIP. Yeah, he got Guy Morris, and that's not fair to him. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. All right, let's get into the list. We're gonna do this thing. We're always we always let our guests go first. So we, we always start, let our guests uh, go first. With, it's the first time we've ever I'm done the first this. guest. <laughs> Have there been other guests you didn't tell me about? We'll let Rhodes. <laughs> We're gonna. We're going to go with Rhodes' uh, list first, and then we'll go with the other guys uh, as we're going through. We have a lot of crossover tonight. Um, the crossovers typically can get confusing for me, uh, as I am the, the uh, host of this 
uh, podcast. I do want to make mention I did. You shortchanged uh, me, you junk. Oh, I'm so angry. I unfortunately left one of Ma- uh, Mathis's uh, uh, top cities that developed American culture of all time. Uh, he had Athens, Georgia on there. Yeah, I like that. Panic. That's a good one. <laughs> I love concrete bulldogs. Concrete bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. And you got to think high rest, high rest numbers in Athens. <laughs> they just had another one last week. But free college. So I'm all about that, yeah. too. All right, let's get into it. Uh, we count down 10 through one top SEC quarterbacks of all time. We start with Rhodes List, number 10. He signed his name on the hill, <laughs> Steve Tannehill. That's right. You know, I thought, Adam, I thought of you when I did this one. First That's off, one. the guy's got the best hair in the history of college football. That's something you and I do not know about. Okay, Ugh. he is uh, – no, no. You, you and I are not about – Nobody on this conversation is gifted with a head full of cabbage. No. You know? The guy with the but, Hitler uh, youth haircut moderating has the best <laughs> You know, he uh, – Steve, you know, he's the king of swag. He, he was a swag guy before swag was a thing. Okay. But then, then you look at his numbers, 8,500 yards, six, over 60 TDs, and he sold it all out. To live the dream and buy a bar and pipeworks. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's the top ten. If he's not on everybody's top ten, he's not the best quarterback at South Carolina history. Hold on, how is he top ten? Settle down, just let him finish. Let him finish. (laughs) Hey, numbers wise, look here. I love the glove. I love that bald headed dude. But numbers wise, Tannehill's above him. Oh God, no! I'm gonna punch numbers in the throat. I'm just telling you, boys. I mean, hey, what, what it and I say this as I don't know what were what were Tanny Hill's records at Carolina when he was there. Oh, they were they were they were mediocre at best, but he won the he won the Carquest Bowl in '95. I'll, I'll never forget that. Oh, there there it is. Because that I mean, you'll never That's forget the first that bowl win in Carolina three? history. <laughs> no, I was in like third grade, man. Come on, I'm just Carquest doing the math right, right quick here. Because if you were in the third grade in the Carquest Bowl. <laughs> Something ain't adding up. Oh man, third. I mean, no, but we'll, we'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. All right, number ten for Adam. Number ten for Adam. Uh, this this is for you, Rhodes. Connor, yeah, I love that. Glove I love it. I'm not going to argue it. No, oh, chickens were horrible, and he's and they're they're horrible again right now. And really, the difference. <laughs> has been a guy like him and a quarterback like him that can, you know, erase some bad plays, and Christ knows there were a lot of them. Yep, and, uh, sure. He's turned hey. him into a good one and really willed that team. And I mean, you don't see a lot of current quarterbacks get carried off the field by their teammates the way he did at the Missouri game. And, I mean, I just think for a brief period of time, he made that program very special and has to be, at least in my opinion, on the top ten list just in terms of impact to a place. Yeah, he – he, I'm he yeah, he dragged he dragged some real. I mean, he dragged the chickens to number four in the country. That yeah. deserves like a medal of honor. He like, I mean, that's amazing. It, 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 what a time! There I, were good people around this. him, but I, I'll ahead, say this. let's let's not act like those teams weren't really talented either. Now <laughs> there were a lot of really good players that he had with him. He just found a way to always get it done when it mattered. That that's what a good quarterback does. Well, I know. I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with That's him being true. on your list, Campbell. He's no Tannehill, but he's he's be, he'd be my ten A. Yeah, but well, I'll, okay. He also right. messed with me too because I know my wife would leave, like my wife would leave me for Connor Shaw right now. Oh, There's no question tonight. That 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 is her hall pass. 
because she likes the bald head, but she wants a little more cut on her man. And I'm, you know, I'm more shaped like a beach ball. So that's, you know, Connor, if you're listening, <laughs> Connor, if you're listening, College Park, South Carolina. All right, My number God. ten on Mathis list. This is a great. This is a great one. This is probably. This is. I think one of the best additions of anyone's had. Condridge Holloway. Yeah. 70s. Wow. Like in Tennessee. That's a good one. Hey, I didn't hey, see I, that one coming. I, I did. I, I did some research. Boys, I'll be honest with you. I am not an SEC guy. No. I am the one guy here who has no well, SEC know. connection. Um, but like, I, honestly, you got his numbers because he played in the seventies. He's obviously not throwing for 8,000 yards. I mean, there's no question, but he went to three bowl games at Tennessee um, they went, uh, he won, I think his record was 26 and like nine or something like that. But he is also the first black quarterback in the SEC ever. And I think there's something to be said for that because can you imagine the burden that puts on somebody to be the first, especially um, in Tennessee? Yeah. I, and I mean, and you know, and becomes like a hallowed figure up there too. Like, you know, he just retired this year. Um, but he did have numbers. I mean, he went, I mean, went to like three straight bowl games and, Beat some big teams and one, you know, just I thought he, he if you look at all time SEC quarterbacks, the guy and he's and you know, he's kind of the precursor to who I'm gonna have later in my list, but you know, he is the first one and was and did it really well. Take away that part, he was still very good in the 70s. They won a lot of games, and so I picked him number 10. All right, so um, number nine for Adam and Rhodes is a crossover that we'll see later on Mathis list. Number nine for Mathis is Eli. Dude, he set a ton of records. I mean, he set a ton, and I know numbers. I know, I know, I know y'all hate numbers, although Rhodes picks and chooses when he hates numbers because obviously with Tannehill, but he threw yeah, for like, he, he threw for like 12,000 yards. Like it was insane. I mean, you know, Cutcliffe let him go off and throw and just sling that ball around the yard, and he did. He gave us some really entertaining games, and he won every award you can win other than the Heisman. Um, you know, he was a really good quarterback on a really crappy team. Um, you know, people gave Jay Cutler all that love for doing it at Vanderbilt. Well, good God, Eli Manning had nobody around him at Ole Miss and still managed to put up those kind of numbers and won a bunch of games. So, I mean, that's why I picked um, yeah, but I feel like every couple of years, Ole Miss has some white guy mouth-breathing quarterback like Jevin Thank Steed you. or Bo Wallace. Thank you. It'll just kind of will them to 10 wins no matter what. It's a random <laughs> cycle for them. But I will say this, uh, the 2003 Ole Miss LSU game was nice. That was a great football game that I distinctly remember watching all of it because it was a rare occasion that, wow, if Ole Miss wins this game, they are going to the SEC title game. Um, I'm just glad you brought up mouth breather because <laughs> yeah. that's all I think of with Eli. And I mean, yeah, he put up really good numbers, but everybody that was on the field was depraved to oxygen because he sucked up so much of it when he played. So everybody else is already lightheaded. I mean, you got to give him some love. I'll tell you what, though. Say what you want to. Cut Cliff, like, that dude's a QB whisperer. There's, there's one of the no doubt about ever. that. He's like that, that guy gets not a lot of love, but he's like he really has coached some great people, and they have done a lot of great things. Even at freaking Duke, man, oh, I mean, dude's a legit man. One of the best. Cutcliffe is the man. All right. So Adams number eight, we'll see later on people's list. Let's go in 
Let's look at Mathis and Rhodes with our first crossover of the night. Both of them had this guy at number eight. Well Mathis, done. So go well ahead, done, boy. You, go, well you go ahead and go, man. All you. All right. You know, first off, you got to throw in one old guy on there. I feel like, you know, even though the game has changed, and I don't like Auburn, but the guy had 71 touchdowns and 6,500 yards passing. Any one of Heisman Trophy. And, I mean, yeah, Auburn, he had a bunch of good players because they always empty the checkbook to get guys. But you still got to be able to complete the ball and Jesus. have that many touchdowns and that much yardage back when he was playing. You know, think about it today's offense, what it would be. I love that you th- – I love that you're throwing shade at a guy who played in 72. <laughs> like, that dude was doing it back when, like, you know, the leisure suit was cool, and you're like, screw them, they paid players. But, well, um, you know – but, but I will tell you, I looked when I looked him up. I knew nothing about Pat Sullivan until about two days ago. That cat was responsible for like ninety-seven percent of their offense. I mean, he was, in, and they won a ton of games. I mean, he was legit a absolute monster. Um, and you know, won a high and won that won a Heisman. Like, there's a reason he won it, and it was because of how not just throwing the ball, but running it. You know, and I mean, just I mean, dude was a flat player. He, he, uh, did. he just he died did. recently. I'm looking at him on right now. All right. So, let's skip over to Adam. Let's talk about his number seven. He's the only person to have this. All right. On this, list. this is my Tarkenton. old white guy on the list. Fran Tarkenton is a great quarterback, both collegiately and in the NFL, and was a lot of fun to watch. If you go back, he's one of those, like, you know those, like, random white guy quarterbacks from the 70s? They're like, he was the fastest man in the world. He could run a 5 2 40. <laughs> I love the prohibition voice. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fran Tarkenton, literally, you know, dudes are trying to like chest bump each other for pass pro. So, guys are running Scott clean and you just dodge them like he's somebody's uncle at a backyard football game, just working them kids. I mean, a stud QB and great NFL quarterback. I thought he had to be on the list. I'm gonna step out here and say, and I and I will show my ignorance. Who did he play for? Like I know God, him as an I NFL guy, not as like a college quarterback. Sometimes I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, if you were to Rain go to Georgia, what would you see? Yeah, concrete. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll be. I just do. I mean, I just remember. I remember for the Vikings. I remember that. I remember that. I mean, dude was a. He was a beast. I did not. I did not know he was in there. That just shows how crappy SEC quarterback play oh, is. I did horrendous. not know that he was there. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna slide over. We got a crossover right now. Adams back up. Him and Mathis. It's Adams number nine. It's Mathis number seven, and it's Rhodes number nine. It's. The Kentucky Tim Gunslinger Tim Couch. Oh man, I'm about to I'm about to drop so much hot soup on top of how mummy Spread here it is on. ridiculous. <laughs> Rhodes, go ahead, Rhodes. First off, Tim Couch was great. His biggest weakness was you know getting drafted by the Browns. I mean that wrecked a guy that would have been a Hall of Famer. Okay. But wow, you know in his day watching Kentucky, you wow. knew he was he was going to throw for 300 yards a game. And they were probably going to lose. They were going to get outscored, but he was going to do his part. Yeah, they got beat by Penn State in the you ball know, game. So he was a, he was always the guy that was exciting to watch on that twelve o'clock Jefferson pilot. Hey, a lot of yeah. people were getting hurt by Penn State in the late night. 
Yeah, I I pick, I pick couch mostly because like I said I how mummy is a god to me, and he and couch ran that offense about as well as it could be run. Um, you know they were he slung it all over the place. He really and and they had the best players money could buy at the time on offense. Like there's no question about that. Um, but they they made Kentucky relevant. Probably I would say I mean and probably the first time in my lifetime. Definitely I know. At one point, Bear Bryant was there in the 50s, but like they they didn't matter before. And then suddenly they do with this guy. He goes out there and he's just throwing it all over the yard. They beat Alabama. And yes, I know it's not the Nick Saban Alabama, but they did beat Alabama. One of two times they've done it since the 50s. Yeah. And and he was a big reason why. Now, I'm not going to say I don't think he was going to be a Hall of Famer. But the cat had a rocket, and he was one of the best quarterbacks in that league. Yeah, I mean, he could have had a better NFL career, and he went to the super dysfunctional, like, 90s Butch Davis. There's Butch Davis, Browns. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good story for another time on the podcast, by the way. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Wow, Tim Cass. Have you you chipped in? You you, you thought there's Jefferson. Oh, my God. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. It was, it was it was like every game it was snowing there because the picture was so Oh, it was grainy, filled with a potato that they put a lens on. <laughs> oh, and the yeah. you gotta and you gotta love yeah. also when they, you know all the games were sponsored by you know Jeff's Auto Lube Air Care and yeah, Tire and it was all and they were uh, sponsored by weird brands of chips that we didn't have in South Carolina. <laughs> they were like brought to you by Golden Flake. I was like, what the hell is Golden Flake? <laughs> we don't have that here. And not yeah, like, like, like watching, IGA, right. hey, and watching that game at you know ten a.m. on a yeah. on a Saturday was always fun. Oh yeah, all right. Rhodes numbers, Rhodes number seven. We'll see later on the list. All right. So looking at everyone's number six, looks like everyone's number six is going to pop oh. up later. Let me confirm that. Yeah. So let's go right to number five. And uh, the first person, let's look at uh, Rhodes number five, because this is actually Mathis's number six, Aaron Murray, XFL great. Dude. Uh, yeah. 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 Hey, he, and once, I, here's the, I feel like I, and this is so stupid, I feel like I needed to pick a Georgia quarterback, so I was trying to pick which one I was going to look at. So I looked at, like, Stafford, Green, and Murray. Murray threw, like, his yardage numbers are in friggin' sane. And I'm gonna say, and, and for four, and did it for four years. Like, I mean, dude, if if he if they catch that ball against Bama and win the SC championship, he's remembered totally differently. And but I mean, Cat was a player. I mean, absolutely a monster, and did you know won a ton of games and is worth and needs to be in that conversation. And I think we've forgotten about him. Like this whole year when that Joe Burrow, when Joe Burrow was having his year, nobody said, man, you know. Remember, Bigman, who's greatest quarterbacks in SEC, you never heard Aaron Murray's name, and I feel like he should be on the list. Okay, if we're going by this logic, I want Blake Sims on the list. Put his little ass out with his 5'11", slinging it around on the lane, Kevin offense on the list. If, if we're going by, he threw for a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah, so did Blake Sims. All joking aside, well, Blake Sims was actually a ton of fun to watch. That's well, it, Blake. I'm going to help you. Rhodes, Blake Rhodes. Sims is a player now. I, I dude, dude was good yeah. at Bama. Well, everybody's good at Bama. Rhodes, give us some. Get, drop right, us look, some Aaron Murray knowledge. First off, Rhodes. Burnett's right. 
Okay. Okay. And, and Mark he, that down, please. He, somebody he kills time. my soul to say Mathis <laughs> is correct here because we don't ever agree on anything. <laughs> but okay, the guy's you know, he's the career leader in touchdowns, he's the career leader in passing yards, but he did it over like a nineteen year He career. did have a twenty year career. <laughs> I mean, he was there since the mid seventies, it feels like. So he should have great numbers and he does. So he makes the list. Hey, who was it? Who was which was longer, Aaron Murray at Georgia or Rhodes at Carolina? They both had a red shirt <laughs> and a gray shirt year. It's okay. It's probably a push. You know, medical hardship. You know, I got that plus the red shirt. And the gray I mean, shirt. So it's a push, six and a half. I mean, you know, most people go to that school for that long, become doctors. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I don't like to be like everybody no, else. No, be in your own man. Box. Be an individual. I respect that. Let's look at Mathis number five. Click Steve and his Steve battered Bird. knees and his terrible slinging on number five. First of all, I wanted I wanted to just I can hear the blood leaving Rhodes' face right now. Like <laughs> I can I can feel it through the phone and like it this this is such a troll pick. I mean it's such a well, troll pick for me. I knew but, it. Was but you know what? As you look at it, like Steve won a Heisman. Yeah, while all the black guys like, were dying in Vietnam. Yeah, he did. Good job, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Hey, hey, you, hey, you can't control. Hey, you can't control who's on the schedule. We all know that. Some of us better than others. Um, but like, yeah. <laughs> the, the truth is, like, he had eight come from behind wins in his in his time there. You know, and Florida was better was a better program when he left. When they, they were better for him having Oh, he been. put him on the map. I did he's their guy. Hey, I didn't know did you know I did not know he got offered a basketball scholarship to yep. Tennessee. Like dude dude was an athlete. You think about him as you know and once again I hate Steve Spurrier because he made me spit out a dip when I was a coach and I really was angry at him because obviously you can't dip in Columbia, South Carolina because what is this, you know, Columbia, yeah I don't you know, I Cuba, disagree with that yeah. one. It's so ridiculous. But anyway you know, but dude was definitely a, he was definitely a player, and I've said that five hundred times. You but have he's to still, say. He's it's, a player, great. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he was he was good, and then he became even a terrible a terrible coach. Horrible good. coach. I imagine, I imagine at some point we'll do a coach's list. And I imagine he'll be on my list. I'll tell you right now. You can go on ahead. Yep, I agree. Adam, Adam's number five is a crossover, but Adam's number four is not. Is number four, not Arch Manning because he's still in high school. Archie Manning. Archie Manning. Interesting. Archie Manning. Arch is going to be a stud, Archie by Man- the way. Why did I put two old white guys who were just like yeah. dodging the lack of pass protection? There's a there's a reason why there's a reason the why the colonel. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's popping up right now. Fits, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Archie Manning, you know, defies that kind of era of seventies. Swoopy hair, run around and sling one deep to some guy wearing elbow pads as he, you know, catches it and turns and, you know, has a slow run to the end zone. And everybody thinks that film slowed down, but that's just really how fast they ran. Through them. And uh, I think, you know, he's an SEC legend. I think he is. He defines that era of quarterback play. Go look up his game against Bama that he lost his senior year. It's insane. He had like six touchdowns. Hey, hey, he he's so revered though at Ole Miss that when Peyton picked Tennessee, they threatened like they they threatened his house. Like, they threatened Archie Manning because 
Like, how could you possibly not make your son y'all, go where you were? Y'all seen Book like, of uh, Manning, the 30 crazy. for 30? Have y'all seen that? Yeah. Like, when they had the random full pad alumni football game at the halftime of the spring game, and he was out there, and he drops back like 28 yards or something, just turns around and flicks one downfield to a dude for a first down. Yeah. He – Absolute monster, man! Like, I mean, a serious, a serious player. Although I can Archie. hear Archie when I think of Archie Manning. Tell me, you don't like hear the clack of the reel to reel, like in the background? Yeah, yeah I, I do. yes, yes. <laughs> tell me this now. Before we move on, aren't the speed limits on Ole Miss campus yes. after his number eighteen? Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I thought so. All right, moving on. Okay, uh, Mathis, your number four is a crossover. Rhodes, your number four is a crossover. So. Let's work back to Mathis' list. Matt, we're on the number threes now. Mathis is number three, is also Adams' number eight, and Rhodes is number seven. And we'll let Rhodes go first and talk about Johnny okay, Football first off, I'm not going to call him that because his name is Johnny he, Manziel. There's no football in his name. I'm not calling him that. But, you know, guy was electric. You know, part of it is he was a great player. Part of it is he may have been on stimulants during games. You know, hey, knows? sometimes but that Bolivian marching trophy. powder will get you moving. You know, I mean, Booger Sugar, Colombian Bam Bam makes you go. You know, but 93 touchdowns in two years, it needs it. You know, yeah. 7,800 yards passing, 2,100 rushing, Heisman Trophy. If they were playing, you were going to stop and watch the Eat game. Bama. Yeah. You know, y- y'all can't work. see me right now, but I'm doing the Payne symbol right next to my phone. Just because that's how much I love Johnny Manziel. Um, Johnny Manziel, like Texas A&M, there was a question as to whether or not they could compete in the SEC when they came. Big in. time. Like that was that was a legitimate question, and that dude erases all doubt. I mean, Kevin Sumlin got an extra five years probably because of him. Yep. Like he he take away everything else, the antics, the. The fact that – and what's funny, he also started a conversation about players getting paid um, because he was a rich kid that still felt the need to do it because why not? You know, I mean, but realistically, just the on-the-field play, he went and beat Bama when Bama was Nick Saban Bama. Like, Yeah, that's one of that's their best not, teams ever. Yeah, like, yeah he, that team won the national he was a stone-cold football player. Yeah, yep. stone-cold stone cold football yeah. player that – just found and you know people talk about finding ways to win. God, if he had to run it, he ran it. If he had to throw it, he threw it. It did not matter. He found ways to win ball games, and he's he is one of the best to play. I mean, it just is. He got Cliff Kingsbury a job, and Jake Spavadol a job. I mean, that yeah. whole his time at Texas A and M has changed so many people's lives, and he also is a guy that you know. He kind of is one of the dudes that makes the air raid popular for even more people. You know, they kind of look at it and like, wow, if you have a dynamic athlete back there, you can run this system too. It doesn't have to be a Graham Harrell drop back, you know, sling it kind of dude. It can be a dynamic dual threat kid running this kind of offense. Well, I mean, hey, Johnny, he, Rhodes said it best. And no if they doubt. were playing, yep. you were watching. Yep. And and Vern Lundquist was calling the game. Miss you, Vern. So, all right, not dead. Number three, Rhodes. <laughs> he's not, he's not number on TV three anymore. Number three, Rhodes is a crossover. Yeah, he's, I wish he was. Well, we just got to watch Happy Gilmore. We'll feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, he'll he's do still the doing the Masters. He's he doing a hold the Masters. <laughs> Tradition unlike under other. All right, Rhodes. 
Rhodes number three. It's Mathis is number four. It's Adams number five. But again, we're gonna let our guest Rhodes go first. It is BD Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. BD, you know, he's first off, Joe, he's that he's that typical white athlete, high motor, gym rat, coach on the field. But the dude is athletic. You know, watch him this year. He's athletic. He made plays with his legs when he had to make plays. But he had the most dominating offensive season in the history of the SEC. And you can call it Joe Brady. You can call it system. You can call it whatever you want. The guy still put the numbers up. And, I mean, at LSU, which was, let's get the 21 points, hold them to 17, and have 230 yards of rushing. I mean, just totally changed the way they play football this year. Yeah, and I mean, and LSU LSU has been allergic to offense for a really long time, and I will credit some of that. Joe Burrow is the big reason why, because you got to go out there and do it. But say what you want to, those offensive the offensive coordinator had a lot to do with that too by let by tailoring it to him. Jarvis you know, Landry um, and Odell Beckham at the same time, and they were like, "Guys, I don't know if we can throw the ball to them." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he and all that. So it's like, Clint, like Clemson was kind of. Like he'll be known as probably locking down two dynasties because, I mean, he beat Bama when Bama like nobody's going to beat Bama's on a revenge tour. You'll never beat them, and then beats them and then goes into Clemson where nobody's going to beat Clemson. There's no and then he just curb stomps them. Like I mean, God, it was he, awesome. It was awesome. It, I'm, I mean, I can't imagine the fury with which Rhodes just. You know, just watch that game with so much love in his heart. And let's be real, would you make out with Joe Burrow right now? Yes or no? I, you know, I wouldn't. I would have to think. I would just automatically say no. You would let crawfish boil. <laughs> if, if what I liked about Joe Burrow was that's what ladies like about Joe Burrow, too, he... Shane. That's interesting. They also like Moving on. You know, I never heard anybody say, you know what I really wow. want is a quarterback with no college. Yeah, I, I, I want a really totally for. dead-eyed, quiet kid who doesn't believe yeah, in give me that. Give me that wet towel out there. I want that wet towel. Somebody get Jeff George on the line. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. All right, so the number two for Mathis and Rhodes is going to be a crossover later on. So we're going to go to Adams, number two. It's also Rhodes, number six. No, nah, I just put him on here to make oh. people yell. I want to see how people are adding that big head SOB. And Mathis not put him in. Hey, let me go ahead and say this before everybody gets started. This is the one I left off, and I feel so what? bad about leaving it off. Like, I, I, when, when I looked at my list, I sent my list in, and I thought I had him on it, and then I realized I didn't. And I was like, this is really going to stink because I am the biggest Peyton Manning fan. I became a Denver Bronco fan when he left Indy. Like, really? I love Peyton Manning so much. It's ridiculous. Him and that giant oh, forehead. Man. It's like an eight head. It is so amazing. And he, I mean, imagine being yeah. such you a love fan. Him so much that you forget he exists. Oh, it yeah, hurts. <laughs> in my soul. Yeah. Rose, poorly, what do you think done. about Peyton Manning being that high? All right. Peyton's the, Peyton's the dude, okay? <laughs> Peyton's the reason you got all these kids yelling Omaha, Omaha all the time. They don't know what it means, but they're going to yell it because of Peyton. Okay. True. But, I mean, he just – I hate it. I hate it that the year after he leaves, T. Martin gets the national championship. Oh, T. Martin you had know. a perfect – he had the NCAA yeah. statistically perfect game against the Gamecocks. That was eight. It was a nightmare. Yeah. You know, we're not so going to talk bad. about that. We're not going to worry about that. Uh, that's right all now. I can think about when anyone <laughs> but, puts uh, T. Martin. But I have a real question for you guys. 
Whose head is bigger, Peyton Manning's or Barry Bonds? Uh, probably Peyton's, just because like his brand of steroids he was using must not have gotten his head as bad as you know. It, it, it just well, made the shape different. My question was, when he took that towel off in front of that student trainer that we don't talk about, was it to cover up his gigantic I nose? Don't know. We don't talk about that. I, I really don't know. I don't talk about it. So, <laughs> hey, Peyton, you gotta give Peyton Manning credit. Like when he was playing, no one thought, "Hey, this guy's like a TV personality." Yeah, yeah, he's really he's great on Saturday Night Live. Nice post. He's gonna be awesome on well, the fan calling games next year. Yeah, and the funny part is that like. He's got, oh, like, you, he plays into the fact that he is literally a nerd. Like, he just plays into that. Like, yes, I'm, you know, taught with this accent. This is who I am. I just play all – the cut that meat commercial That's is one of the great one. ones of all time. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yes, yes. On chicken yes, farm yes. that he sings to everything. I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. We are down to our number ones on each list. Each person's number one is a crossover with somebody else. Um so we'll start with Adams. Adams, yes, sir. One, I knew he would be. Mathis and Rhodes, number two. Oh, I like Cam, Cam, oh, I like Cam. Did, did, did you? Hey, did you hear what number he? What number he is on my list? Number though? one. No, he's what? not. Yeah, I have him at number two. Why? <laughs> I don't even know you. Good. You're the only person with him at number one. Like, oh, but Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim Tebow. You all go to hell. First off, first <laughs> off, I will not sound like that during my number one. That's discussion. what you sound like right now. I will not sound like that. When I do that. Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm right here. I, I'm I'm right here because you know what? You people sicken me. You go back. <laughs> go and ahead, put man. On that game versus LSU, where he's running through all those NFL cats, and you tell me there was a quarterback in the SEC ever better than him. I agree. I will tell you why. By the way, I love Cam. Cam is Cam was my, probably for one season the most this dominant player. Up, I've ever all seen. day long, I knew. Well, at least Mathis will be on my side with this. <laughs> no, listen. He absolute monster. Too good for college football. But my number one, I have a reason why I picked it, and also because you troll me every week, and this is I my turn. But like, I have a reason. But but definitely that it like Cam was a monster. And he and he changed the way we play the game now, which is a big deal. Like he deserves to be number two, no doubt, no question. Um, Gam- Gamble, you want to give yours? Or you want me to give you mine for Cam? I already explained my Cam. What are you talking about? You going ahead? Go ahead, Rhodes. I, I mean, like, go, go ahead, backing off uh, what Mathis just said. First off, he's the most physically dominating player to ever play the game at that position, regardless of conference. And I saw him in person, crush my dreams twice that year. Same. Drove all the way to Auburn, <laughs> saw the oh, saw the Gamecock blow a two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. Drove to Atlanta, saw him throw a hail mary at the end of the first half, and then then the race was on. I so, like the way oh Rhodes God. says Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, because Atlanta. Atlanta, like oh that's so How real. Supposed to say it? Oh, well, that's because he lives o- there. Atlanta is a place. Yeah, not oat, not oat, <laughs> not Atlanta. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's go to Rhodes number one since we're Atlanta here. Rhodes number one <laughs> is Adams number three, and Mathis leaves him off the list. I wonder what No Days Off Johnson would say about this. All right. Tim oh, what? Tebow. First off, oh my first off, god, this crushed my soul to do it. It it really oh. did. It bothers me. It's been bothered. I did this list last Monday morning, and it's bothered me all week. But first of all, Chris, Chris Lee's gonna punch you in the face when he sees you. I don't you. really care. He's so small; it's not gonna hurt. 
I think he's in jail too. <laughs> that's that's a possibility. But you know, Tebow, yeah, yeah Tebow, you know, two titles, nice. Heisman Trophy, and one and a half. Okay, one and a half. He's got two rings for it. Um, <laughs> you know, Adam, you'll 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 remember this specifically. Two thousand seven, and the Florida Gators come to Williams Bryce. Yeah, yeah, I was there. And yeah, seven, yeah. Touch- seven touchdowns. Okay. And it literally made me want to jump in front of traffic on Bluff Road. I've never felt that dejected after Bluff Road. Oh, I was so medicated. I was so heavily medicated. Oh, stop. You've never felt that dejected? Did you watch what McFadden and those boys at Arkansas did to y'all? Okay, sidebar. I got to talk about that. I got to talk about that. All right. (laughs) That season, that happened in back-to-back weeks. And then yep. the Heisman ceremony <laughs> was it, really uh, it was McFadden to Tebow one. So the whole ceremony was watching Darian Stewart just chase after someone a hundred times better than him. Well, it, it was watching <laughs> Captain Mullen tackle grass because he wasn't touching anybody. Uh, those guys went to the league and made it though. I like Rhodes. I like. Rose, I like how that's your most objective moment. I think for one night. No, well, I mean, look here. Way worse. We got pwned. If it's games involved in, then obviously it's stall, what, 2012. But we're not talking about games I was involved in. We're talking about games I watched. Um, I, I'll say I will say what – and I had Tebow down as one of my – another previous list, and I had him down as one of the top ten players in the CFP era. Tebow, come here. But, like, but honestly, like, that, well, I don't know that – if you look at just quarterback, like the ability to play the position – for what I think of great quarterbacks, I just – Gamble has changed my opinion. Great leader, yes. Great QB, there's been better. I just I, – that's why I didn't make my list. I'm fine with that. Like I said, it 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 kills me to have him on here. I did write down not a good NFL quarterback and a worse outfielder, but I just – I, yeah, I, I thought the fireflies games he was at. <laughs> You mean you mean he didn't you mean he didn't deserve to play professional baseball after having never not played for Look, 27 no, years? Mathis. I mean just like you know he was so good in the NFL that nobody wanted to give him any money to play. Look, Mathis, <laughs> when you're going to put a Mets affiliate in Columbia, South Carolina, you got to do anything <laughs> to get the can I speak to the manager haircuts at the stand. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. You got to get him out there. He's a good Christian boy, you know. Yeah, we don't want your life. <laughs> All right. All right, let's move on. Mathis number one, Adams number oh, six, stupid Rose number four. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing Mills, posting baby Danny Werfel. But uh, first of all, ahead. you gonna tell me Danny Werfel four straight SEC titles, a national championship, Heisman Trophy, do it. Oh my God! Like two consecutive, I think twelve win seasons. Come on, man, guys, a freaking—he's the dude. I, I put him on my list. He's just at number six for four for four years. All right, this is why I switched him in Cam. Cam for one year was the best quarterback in sure, college football, sure. and maybe the best college player ever. But four years, Danny Werfel did it. Did, would Cam have been as dominant the following if he had to do it for four straight years? I think not, and that's why I think right, well, it's And he also had to get it while getting Steve Spurrier butt-chewed for four years, too, and getting sat down and told me to go. please let I me mean, take the lead on this one. I'm itching to bite. Go. Run game. with it, Adam. Run All with right, it. so here, here we go. Number one, he didn't win four of them. <laughs> a dude named uh, Eric Cresser and a bunch of those other guys were split the time <laughs> with him than the early ones. Number two, 
it is 1990s football. Back then, defensive coordinators were like, we got two coverages, and we ain't getting out of them two damn coverages because that's how the game is played. All right? And so you have a guy like Spurrier who's like, oh, they only play two coverages. Let's just chunk her deep, you know? You got him. I I could go out there with my terrible throwing motion that looks like I'm from a country that's never seen this game before, and I can put up numbers <laughs> with, with L. Anthony and Jacquez Green out there. You give me Jacquez Green today, I will go out there and throw 1,500 yards. The, the, the I, fact that you brought up Jacquez, I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I'll, I'll, back him, I'll take him from four and I'll drop him to six because Jacquez was so good. Hey, he also went out there and beat for the shellacking they put on Florida State in his last game. And this is 1990s Florida State, not what that idiot Taggart's done to the beloved. Oh, Seminole. that don't. But like, I mean, I mean, like he he went out there and after they beat them by three, goes up in national title games and shellacks them in that national title. Yeah, game. He did. Danny Werfel. He did. Danny Werfel is the be- is. I'm telling you, not to be trifled with. And fun fact about Danny Werfel. MVP of the 2000. Oh, you got to watch the World Bowl. Everybody watches the World Bowl. (laughs) Who doesn't watch the World Bowl as you're, you know, smoking your, eating your uh, space cake as you walk down and get your Dutch chocolate, you know, game on? Guess what team he played for? Amsterdam. European team he played for. I don't know. Okay. The Nazi one? The Rhine Fire. The Rain. Yeah. I always said the Rain Fire when I was a kid because it sounded funny. All right. Great job, guys. Let's look back at the list. Most notable omission is Jared Lorenzen. Our number ones. We had three different number ones. Two, uh, Actually, all three of them were Gators at one time. Yeah, one of them still a computer. Our guest. <laughs> the guest was Rhodes. Our well guest done, sir. Great job. I appreciate it. Well done. Guys. Proud to have you. Don't you mm-hmm. make the dream come true tonight? And uh, when when me and Amandre start to spin off, I'll give you some credit. Well, all I know is that if we don't get a royalty check for the spinoff, we are kneecapping both of you. I already got shirts, well, in, the, first, I already got shirts in the mail. Your shirts are already in the well, mail. Good. Let me tell you, if you get above seven listeners, you will have taken, officially you taken have over officially the top taken spot. Our so. <laughs> Number one for Rhodes, Tim Tebow. Number one for Adam is Cam Newton. And surprise of the night, number one, Mathis, Danny Werfel. Overall, number one is Cam Newton. If you combine the list, but again, great job by these fellas. Uh, as always, uh, Rhodes, maybe we'll have you back uh, and do maybe, uh, maybe we'll do that topic we talked about in the group chat. The other hey, night. wait a minute, Let's real talk quick. Warzone, he put Mathis. Cam Newton as the best college football player ever and didn't put him at the top of this list. I know. <laughs> I just it's realized that. Was I did. Let's have one. Danny Werfel. It's a different question. Different exactly. question. You are the worst type of person. And, and here's also <laughs> Adam. Also think about this. Danny Werfel didn't play it. Uh, 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 ah, good point. Yep. You know quiet. what? That, that that that's why he. Hey, that's why we pay him that's the big why bucks. He's the dude, right there. He is the dude. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Warzone, Warzone update. update. Rhodes does not nope. play because he just does because he doesn't like He's never math. Seen a map but before, um, so it confuses and frightens him. But but we have uh, we, we have some move we have some movement on the uh, last place front. When I say movement, I mean he has actually won a game because we'll go in reverse order. Coming in third place out of three is Shane with three W's. Number two 
is Adam with seven. And number one and still the reigning champion is the one and only Mathis with ten victories. I continue to just wreck shop. It's gone full Genghis. Is that y'all's little is that y'all's little? If you want to join all play? the other people. Well, it's on our phones, number one, sir. Don't insult me. It's on the phone. Secondly, it's not a little game, it's world domination. When you're yeah, when you're it's when you're sitting Rick. there eating Cheetos out of a bowl, watching HBO Game of Thrones for the thirty seventh time, trying to figure out what dragon egg you like, well, we're actually you know we're, we're actually <laughs> taking over the world. Bandwagon, it's on you because you miss out immensely. Oh wait, hold on, no, are you I'm, watching? No, 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 I'm not watching. I mean, he's making fun of me because I have watched. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you watched that sack of crap that was that last season, and you're back in it. You're still it's like, here. it's. Cool, I'm not going to discon- I'm not going to discredit. <laughs> seasons for one piece of crap I, I my ass certainly did i was like bye-bye love it or leave it all right love it or leave it. westeros love it or all right guys great job if you want to join all the people that haven't asked to play us yes you can email us at perlo podcast p-e-r-l-o-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com. Also, you can send your own list if you want to argue with us. You can also suggest list topics, or you can just yell at Adam for what he, his choices. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome Monday, busy week for everybody ahead. Uh, we're giving you this episode 3.5 early so you can uh, enjoy it. Uh, we will see you next week for episode four as we keep improving this Appreciate format you having of Pro Podcast. Thanks again, The Roads, for joining us. And we will well done, Rhodes. Well done, Jeff. See.